If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, iron and hard top. It's Kevluinski since the sandbox. Since the sandbox fans, we are back with another episode of NFL Free Agent Fits. We gotta love the offseason and all the talk that comes with it. There's a lot of good free agents this year, so we had to do this into two different episodes. And guys, I wanted to start off this one at the tight end position because I feel like this is someone that can come into a new team right now um, and, and really change their gameplay. And that's Jonu Smith. And, you know, Jonu Smith is, is very good. And I think two teams in the AFC that could benefit from him besides him going back to Tennessee, Buffalo and Indy. I feel like those are two teams if they improve that tight end position, uh, that that would be a, a drastic improvement for them. Yeah, I think I think Buffalo and the Pats are two teams that we could really use him. I don't think he'll get as much money as like a Hunter Henry on the open market, no, for sure, or anything like that. But I think it's exactly a Pats kind of guy. I mean, they have the cap space, uh, and I feel like they can't justify like not spending. Mm-hmm. So I think the, I think those are two. I would say the Colts. I just don't think he's that big of an improvement from like a Jack Doyle or the platoon. Hunter Henry, swing him. I'll take him. We'll take him every day, including Sundays. But, no, I think the Pats are a good fit for him. Plus, like, again, just a low-key guy they think they can transform. Kev, you're a big John o. Smith guy. Yeah, I, yeah, I am a big John o. Smith guy. Because Anthony but Ferks are Again, I mean, with the Pats, it's, you know, the same thing. Like, you got to think every tight end on in the market is going to be, you know, top of the Pats list. But, I mean, the Pats are a good fit. I also have Carolina and Seattle, too. I think... John o. Smith's a, a, a great fit for Seattle. I mean, they don't really wow. have a great tight end. I think if you put him with uh, with DK and, you know, if Lockett comes back, and I think that's, you know, gives you a dual threat for Russ. You know, it gives you a blocking tight end who can also go out and catch the ball, and I think that's what they need, you know, for the middle of the field. So wouldn't mind seeing him in Seattle, but Carolina is a good fit too. Yeah. No, those, those definitely aren't bad um, locations. So let's switch over to the defensive side of the ball for this next name, guys. And that's Melvin Ingram. And this is someone who's clearly on the older side, the back end of his career. But this is still someone I think can make a significant impact. And, Lou, you mentioned a team that I had here that could be a possible fit. fit, And I think Tennessee could Mm -hmm. um, if he didn't go back to the Chargers. Because I still feel like they can do one years for, for a little bit. But Buffalo and Cleveland, too. Like, I feel like... Both of those teams can significantly benefit from having a guy like Ingram, and he can really teach you know younger guys if, if they invested that in the draft. I feel like that would that would just be good, and you know he's he's consistent, he's solid, he's usually healthy. So if if the Chargers let him walk and they need a lot of help on defense as it is, I'd be surprised. But Melvin Ingram has a lot of good fits. Yeah, I think I think Tennessee hit it on the money. Or stay with the Chargers for one more year. You have. A good core of guys there, and like you would absolutely have another chance at at, at winning at least because they're better now, or they should be better with Justin Herbert in his second year and uh, a head coach that doesn't blow every lead. All right, man, and now we're back to the shoe with Patrick Peterson. I feel like there is no other place like he can realistically go to make as big of an impact. You know what I mean? They need a good shutdown corner that's a veteran. Every corner we have is a young guy who's trying to get his footing, but Pat Pete would be perfect, sign a one- or two-year deal. They can pay him all the money he needs, and he has a chance at winning uh, in his last couple seasons. I mean, it would be cool if he stood in Arizona. I just don't think that's going to work anymore. I think that defense hasn't gotten better over the last couple of years, but the Colts would be great. 
Um, and even a team like Buffalo, I mean, they, they obviously have a good secondary, but it can never hurt when you're trying to make a playoff push. And, and even a team like the Titans, who had to deal with Malcolm Butler and every Patriots stole away, I think that would be a good fit. Any team that really can win it, but I, I think the Colts would be a great fit just because they need it the most. Yeah, I mean, you can go up and down the list of teams with horrible secondaries, um, but I think you're right. I think Patrick Peterson, I mean, I think he stays in Arizona personally, but, I mean, to your point with the Colts, I think if he does leave, he's going to want to go to a team where he's going to have a chance to win right away. So I don't think he'll go to, you know, the Dallases or the Atlantas, the teams with not great secondaries that, you know, just, yeah, like yeah. he's going to want to go to a competitor and a competitor that he can have an impact on but still be able to have a chance for a Super Bowl. So I like the Colts, but, I mean, I think he stays with Arizona just because they kind of underachieved last year. I think he maybe gives it one more year, one more run with uh, Kyler and, and D-Hop, but we'll see what happens. And he wants to be the one, too. So even in Indy right. with a lot of depth at the corner position, like they're all young guys, he's still the one, so he yeah. still gets his due. No, I, I hear that. And I think Pat Pete is definitely, you know, an interesting free agent. And, yeah, I think it's very likely, especially after them signing J.J. Watt, that he signs back. But a couple of interesting fits, I think, would be the Rams in Kansas City. You know, if he went to the Rams and played second fiddle to Jalen Ramsey, I feel like that'd be more beneficial at this point in his career. Um, and then KC, I mean, having Tyran Matthew in the secondary there with you, I think that would help Pat Pete out a lot. Obviously, they need some improvement at the quarterback position, at the cornerback position, and I think Pat Pete can bring that along with veteran leadership to to that defense. And Lou, you talk about how that defense always need some help. So I feel like that's a, a decent fit for Pat Pete. Oh, no. We can't have him go to KC, no. <laughs> no. But to move on to our next guy, guys, I want to go to the quarterback position. Um, uh, and and this isn't someone that's so necessarily desirable. But, Kev, I want to swing this to you first. Where do you think Mitch Trubisky can play? So this is a tough one because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like there's not a bunch of teams on the market who need a quarterback that would have got a bite on Trubisky. Like, if you think about it, like, Denver's in the shot, like in the hunt for a quarterback, but, like, are they really going to take a risk on another young guy that they don't know? Like, same with, um, same with, like, the Jets. Like, obviously, I think Sam Donald is better than Mitch Trubisky, but, like, all these teams that are looking for quarterbacks, they're looking for either young studs, which Trubisky isn't, or guys that are somewhat, like, veteran guys. So it's going to be tough. I think he stays in Chicago probably as a backup if they do go out and get, you know, Deshaun, but... I mean, another team, and again, I think Tua is a little better than him, but even the Dolphins, like, maybe they take a risk on him, give him one or two years to try to prove himself. Like, I don't know. He's just such a tough one because, like you said, he's not very desirable, and it's hard to think he's going to go somewhere that's even halfway decent and be a starting quarterback. Like, I feel like anywhere he ends up, he's either going to blow it or just start off the season as a second-string QB. Yeah, I don't don't think he's – I wouldn't put him anywhere. Really? Unless the Pats get desperate or the Saints lose out on Jameis. I got a couple of anybody. I, I just, I, I honestly, like, D- Denver isn't a bad one, but it's like, who the hell right. is going to pay And him? again, like, you just might have struck out on luck. Do you really want to take a risk on, like, another guy who, yeah. like, you don't know well, how he's going to pay him? he blows. That's, like, he just blows. Yeah. I, have, I have Denver down on here, and, like, obviously I don't think, like, Mitch Trubisky signing with Denver is going to make him, you know, a top 20 mm-hmm. quarterback, anything like that. But I think it would be competition to see at least – you know, if you can get the better of one of those two guys, I mean, at, at least that can get you to 7-9. and nine, You know sure, what I mean? Yeah. No, that's a good point. <laughs> and and I, I feel like that would be a solid season for, for that Denver team. Um, but, but what about this? You know, obviously, like you said, Kev, Chicago, he can definitely go back there. But 
Deshaun Watson don't want to play for Houston, and not many people do, but if Mitch went to Houston for a year on a prove-it deal, you know what I mean? I feel like that's not a bad prove-it location. Mm -hmm. Could work. Yeah. So, like, realistically, I think that's one of the only teams where he can go on and be a starter, and it's just because... Be the next Matt (laughs) Schaub. There's just so much... Nah, you can't even give him that. Matt Schaub made the playoffs. I I mean, Mitch made the playoffs. (laughs) Matt Schaub was, like, their starter for, like, six years with, like, Andre Johnson. Dude straight up put put up stats, so you can't say that about Mitch. But I, I really think Houston can work. But, guys, let's go to the defensive position. This is a linebacker that I think can make a big impact. Bud Dupree, and he was with Pittsburgh last year, but got hurt. He played on the franchise tag. So I don't know if Pittsburgh's going to want to offer him a second contract. I think they like to retain their guys so they could if Bud Dupree wasn't crazy about his money. But another team I could see fit is the Jets. And the reason why I say that is because I feel like they always overpay on high, on defensive players. And not that Bud Dupree doesn't deserve a payday because, yeah, he probably does. But I feel like they'll I would offer a lot of other teams just because of their scenario. And that's usually why the Jets are bad. Yeah, I would go with uh, Pittsburgh or Miami just because Miami, like, oh, Van Noy, they still have money. Getting another linebacker could hurt, especially one that fast. Um <laughs> And, yeah, I think Pittsburgh's the best fifth. They're like, why leave the best defense in the league, essentially? Or, or the, the most ferocious defense, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, I think that would just be super tough. I mean, if he wanted to, just to, like, get a big payday, he could go to Houston to lose. Yeah. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to say the same thing. I mean, I think out of all the defenders on the list for both episodes, I think he's the one kind of locked in to, to stay where he is. I mean, like Lou said, why would you leave – even if you don't agree that they're the best, why would you leave a top three defense in the league? You know what I mean? And, like, yeah, we don't know how Big Ben's going to be, but, like, the Steelers, like, still have a roster to compete and, you know, be good and be in the playoffs. So I don't think you'd want to lose that if you're Bud Dupree, like, play for, like, a top defense and, like, a playoff team. Like, why would you, you know? Yeah. Plus you call home, too. Right. It's, you don't got to move. Yeah. No, I definitely hear that. Um, now, Kev, I wanted to make – I wanted to save this guy a little bit because mm-hmm. this is someone you were really – um, big on last year and Mike Davis mm-hmm. running back. Yeah, you you were huge on Mike yeah. Davis. Kev. I I got a bunch of teams from Mike <laughs> Davis. Um, um, go get, ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I I have a couple of fits. I have a couple of fits for Mike Davis, and I I really wanted I wanted to say this first because I feel like this is a team that you're going to suggest, and this is a team that you actually root for since 2020. Uh, Buffalo. Oh, it's, <laughs> he's the that's the first one I have on my of list. Of course. <laughs> I mean, for all the running backs, but honestly, I feel like Mike Davis like for them would be one of the more realistic ones because he's he won't be too expensive. Yeah. And, like, you realistically could make, like, Singletary, like, a second-string running back, and I think he could be effective in that role, just not as, like, a one, you know what I mean? And Mike Davis is tough. He's gritty. He's almost like, you know, how Frank Gore was when he was in Buffalo. Like, he just puts his head Ooh. down and runs, you know what I mean? I'm not saying he's as good as him, but yeah. same kind of style. <laughs> like, he just puts his head down and runs. He's it's a big boy. And again, he's a good blocking running back too, so that could that could also help Josh Allen. But I mean, Buffalo's a good fit. Again, I got Pittsburgh because I think their running back situation is horrendous. And then Atlanta, if they wanted to, you know, put him pair and pair with Gurley, I don't know how long Gurley's gonna last there. And the last one, obviously Cincinnati, I think he's a good, you know, Bengals type of running back too. Wow. Yeah, perfect fit for the Bills. Yeah. Kevin hmm. on the head. Lou, what do you think about Seattle though? Yes, that could work. I, I just like Chris Carson. Yeah. So like, and I don't think they'll spend any money on the offensive side of the ball unless it's a, a lineman. Yeah. But we'll see. I, I think that's a good fit. I think that could definitely work. But it's like 
Not that Chris Carson isn't good because he is. I just feel like, you know, you yeah, you're always going to have to deal with some sort of injury with him and Rashad Penny. Penny. Yeah, Rashad you know what I mean? Penny. That so. dude came in like Eddie Lacy. <laughs> well, the Jets. Yes. Yeah, P. Ryan. I feel like, I feel like when, when we're talking about a running back like Houston, Miami, like the Jets, Buffalo, those mm-hmm. are like the most like right, obvious yeah. like yeah. places. Houston would be a good one to I, I just don't see it because they signed back David Johnson yeah, or they kept him. So. Yeah, contract. yeah I, I don't think I, I don't think they want to spend any more money on like the easiest position to find <laughs> in the league. So guys, a couple a couple more names that we wanted to talk about, and this one is a pair that's possibly leaving the Ravens. We got Matthew Judon and Yannick Ngakwe, both, you know, outside linebacker guys that can get after the passer. And I can't see the Ravens retaining both of them. So I do think they'll keep one of them. And I think it's got to be, they'll probably make a better offer to Judon since he's been their guy rather than Ngakwe. Um, They didn't spend too much to get him anyway. But if not Baltimore, you know, I could see a team like Dallas, Lou, like you would say, Mm -hmm. Tennessee, uh, maybe even Philly because they haven't had, like, an effective guy getting after the passer besides, like, Fletcher Cox. That whole Derek Barnett pick didn't work out. So um, I, I feel like one of, like Yana can end up at, at one of those locations. I would say, like, the Vikings, but they, they, they let, yeah, they let go of him. So. Yeah, I think Tennessee's perfect. Dallas is great. I think any team like that could really use him. I think if the Chargers, you know what I mean, don't yeah, get Melvin yeah. Ingram back, I think he'd be a perfect fit too. Just a lot of teams. It's all going to depend on money and who tags who, and will have the availability. I mean, if, if Barrett doesn't stay with Tampa, I mean, I think that's a good mm-hmm. fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on the Dallas train too. I mean, I realistically, you're going to think, like, everyone they're going to be going after on the free agency market, like I said before, unless it's like a cheap tight end that they can get. It's going to be on the yeah. defensive end of the ball. You know what I mean? Like, maybe you can go out and sign, like, a Jimmy Graham for cheap. You know what I mean? Someone like that. And then put all your focus on the defense. Because you got Dak coming back. You got Zeke. You got a good wide receiver, you know, core with, with Cooper and C.D. Lamb and Gallup. Like, there's really not much you need there besides maybe a tight end. So I would just focus on, on the defensive end of the ball. And you got to think that, you know, either of these guys really are going to be high on most teams' lists. So Dallas, yeah. like, pull the trigger. What are you doing, Jerry Jones? Like, come on, buddy. Mm-hmm. Now, D- Dallas got a lot to do, honestly. Uh, the last two guys that I wanted to talk about, uh, one of them is at the cornerback position. This is Shaquille Griffin. So this is the the other brother to Shaquille Griffin in Seattle. And I, I realistically think that they, they liked Griffin. Uh, he was a serviceable starter, but he's not someone that's going to demand top-tier money. I think he could sign back with Seattle, but if not, I could definitely see a team like Denver, Philly, or the Jets um, going after him to, you know, either be on a prove-it deal or do a, a two- or three-year contract deal for not cra- anything crazy. Yeah, I agree. I think even a team like the Vikings, whose secondary is decimated, could really use him a lot, or even Dallas, if they yeah. wanted to fill him in there. I think he'd be a good fit. Yeah, and then... The last guy that I wanted to talk about was Dalvin Tomlinson. So wanted to save the best for last with my Giants. Uh, I think this guy is a little overrated at the defensive tackle position. Uh, very high run-stop grade. Very high get rushing the passer grade. And, and he's a great locker room guy, Dalvin Tomlinson is. So very happy that he was a Giants draft pick. But I'd like to see us retain him. But if, we, if we're actually trying to keep Lennon Williams, I can't see us keeping both. So why not a team like Buffalo or Cincy going after um, someone like Dalvin Tomlinson that can, you know, get after the passer a little bit? Yeah, I agree. I I would even like to see him on the Colts just because how long can 
uh, Danico Autry and, and Grover Stewart. I mean, they both played great out of their minds last season, but how long is that really going to last? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I get it's. I get it was mostly because of DeForest Buckner and 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 Justin Houston get coming on the out, edges. Man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it depends. I, I would like to see him go there. I mean, honestly, any team could use a pass rusher like that to plug up the middle. Yeah, but guys, that's going to wrap things up for. Uh, Part two of NFL free agency fits. Let us know what you guys think about these locations, and we'll see what's going to happen towards uh, the middle of March with NFL free agency starting. Uh, make sure you go to our YouTube, subscribe, head to sensesandbox.net to buy your greatest merch and get your Sense of Sandbox stickers. And last but not least, five stars. You know the deal. If it ain't five stars, we don't want it. Peace, guys.